Hello and welcome to That Big Behind the Mic, the podcast that helps you with tips and tricks on how to cope with adulting and just live life, to be honest. So today's episode is called How Market. So it's like a slang and what it means basically is checking up on how you're doing with your money and the rest. So when you go to the market and you're trying to have a conversation with the vendors or the market women and you're like, hey, how market? And then they'll tell you how it's going and the rest. However, if you've been listening to most of my episodes, you know most of my content are channeled towards 9 to 5 because I'm a 9 to 5 as well. And right now, I would say a lot of 9 to 5 business people as well, because we're all together in this, are going through the whole um, pandemic situation. And I think it's a very good question to ask how market. So in this episode today, I'm going to be talking about people who have lost their jobs, how is the market for you guys? And for those who are also still in jobs, how is the market with you? Are you still getting full pay? Are you getting half pay? Just a couple of other things to just help you go through with this phase of how your market is doing. So we'll get into the episode. So first things first, I actually wanted to talk about like things that people still have jobs and maybe on a slimmer budget or still on the same budget can do during this whole period. But then again, I felt for those who don't have jobs, I didn't really want to keep you listening to all the pleasures of people who have jobs and probably even still thinking about, oh, so how am I going to now reduce my budget now that my salary is being cut? Whereby there's you who have lost the whole check itself, not even half of it anymore. So I'm going to start off with like things for people who've lost their jobs. For me, I've been listening to a couple of things about finance and how to go about it this period and whatnot. I think for the last month, because I'm recording this in May and for us in Nigeria, I think this really fully kicked in March ending or so. And then for the whole April, it was a lot of uh, unsettling things happening and whatnot. And for me, I just feel like now that it's May, by now you should start getting things together. There's no time to still be, oh, it's unsettling times. Yada, yada, yada. Nah, time to get things together. So if for um, some unfortunate reason you happen to have lost your job in the whole economic situation, I would say try and cut down any like reoccurring expense that you know is really of no additional value to you right now. You can cut down your subscription on Netflix and your internet provider. Try and go on a smaller uh, subscription because right now you don't need other data except you're using other data to like look for more jobs. A little tip from my younger sister, when I was having a lot of trouble with this internet provider, just sweeping off your data when you wake up in the morning. So her trick was this of like, if you know that there are things you want to do that will require bulk of data, do the night plan or do a weekend plan. They offer more data at cheaper cost. And right now you're not waking up early in the morning to start going to work like you've lost your job. So right now is to spend all the time you have trying to get one or looking for how to figure out how to pay your bills. Because I'm sure you have bills. If you're in your mama or daddy's house, good for you. But at some point, you need some money to do one or two things for yourself. So I would say cut down on your expenses. And like you said, I just give you a bit of a tip on um, data consumption. The next thing, there are lots of remote job websites put up adverts of like remote jobs anywhere. And right now, everything going on, remote jobs and remote skills are the biggest thing right now. So even though you already have like a very good remote skills of like creating content graphic design, 
Just something extra. Also, it could also be something that is part of maybe what you do on a regular day, administrative services, customer care. You can go on this website and then apply for a number of them. Just keep on applying. You never know which one would click. So I would say that's one thing you should look for. And then if you don't have remote skills, I would say that data that you're going to subscribe either at night or over the weekend, use it to brush up on some virtual skills. Go on Google, search a number of them. You'll see, like, you definitely find content about it because I'm pretty sure one of these career uh, websites, they will probably post one or two things on what to do next. So next thing after remote skills, I would say you should reach out to essential stores around you because right now, logistics are off the hook. Everyone wants to be indoors. No one wants to go out. So, of course, a lot of people are paying more deliveries and logistics companies happen to be hiring to meet up to the demand. Also, if it's something like maybe you actually have what you can use to break into the whole logistics business, fine and good. If you already have a bike that you can use to run this, you can as well reach out to one of them and then um, let them plug you in as like a freelance writer to help with one or two delivery tax. I'm pretty sure one of those things are happening around. Even if it's like the pharmacies, at some point, some people might have moved or something or I resign. I know there are really weird things going on. As weird as it is, some people are actually resigning in some of their jobs. So there could be an opening. So just reach out to like the essential stores around you. Honestly, right now without a job, it's, it's not like it's your fault or anything. And it definitely will not be easy. Yes, it's quite sad you lost your job, but pity party is over. Get yourself up and try and do something for yourself, okay? So now that I'm done with that, we're going to move on to those who actually still have jobs and probably are on a slimmer budget because some people got pay cut and some luckily didn't get pay cut. But for both sides of pay cut or full pay, these are some of the things I would say maybe apply to apply to your like everyday life. Like we said, this episode is about how markets to get your markets up if your market is going down like maybe your expenses are like taking up all your check and you're not sure what's going on because when the whole issue started everyone's like oh so now i'm going to really save like no transport no eating out and all of that but then are you really saving or you think you're saving in some kind of way People are actually still spending a lot of money because I will speak for myself for once that I was like, every time I go to the supermarket, I want to grab like everything because I don't want to come out again. I'm not sure what's happening and the rest. And this went on like maybe up until close to the end of April when it was like, okay, well, the supermarkets are still open. So maybe we don't need to pack as much stuff as I'm shopping right now and I can still be able to you know we draw back a bit and stick to a budget than just going oh budget is not the matter now let's just fill up the cupboards but then again you're living on a check that you right now is not the time to just be so certain that this check will come in as fast as it as it usually does and things like that but for april i was like okay let's write and then We'll, we'll track it and then in May we can see, okay, in this panic buying, how much did I actually spend? And then now that the panic situation is over and everyone is just in this waiting game, it's to navigate it to what exactly do I need? Because now I know, okay, the supermarkets are open and they're restocking as they should with essentials, focusing on essentials. Set up a budget based on your essentials and then 
from your essentials, for me, I say essentials is not just tissue, soap, you know, laundry things. Those are essentials. But for me, part of my essentials is things that will keep me sane. If I need to get some fancy ass cereal that will make me feel nice in the morning for the fact that I don't have to step out and whatnot, it's an essential for me. If I need to get that bad gel that is extremely scented and it just fills the bathroom after I'm done, it's an essential for me because it keeps me sane. If I need to get, um, I don't know, anything extra that I just feel like that will make me comfortable, not like... You're going overboard on this. But anything that would just still make you more sane and everything during this whole lockdown, is for me, that's essential. You can put that in as your own essential. If for you, that's a luxury. Well, everyone to their own choice, I guess. But I'm just putting that out there. So people are not so rigid on this whole, oh, essential means basic things that you know like you're supposed to have in your house and whatnot yeah basic things and things that will keep you sane while you're indoors because the next thing you see you're pushed to maybe want to say oh let me just go or by the time when you want to not spend for that thing you just spend for it like carelessly and whatnot but so once you set this budget the next thing you would do is so you know on a regular day if this whole lockdown wasn't happening your check comes in like okay so this goes for saving this goes for transport this goes maybe shopping or something this goes for groceries and whatnot so right now we know transport is out of the picture because you're not going anywhere if you have fuel that you usually buy maybe if you drive a car you're not driving anywhere so that's that's there so what you would do is to take out those items you normally would budget for but are not of any use right now Take them and add them to your savings that you usually put aside when your check comes in. And then whatever is left is what you use to tackle your essentials. So you've had your list prepared. Then you now know how much left and your savings are going up because that's the whole idea of this whole period. Like, okay, so you're in those. If you're still getting full pay, that's a lot of savings coming in. If you're getting half, you know, okay, so this isn't half. So all of this transport and whatnot probably could go back to essentials because it's not even enough to stretch to cover everything anymore. So I I don't know if you get where I'm trying to get to because it makes you really know if you're saving or not. But if you just go, okay, so I have to check. So I'm not doing transport. I'm not doing eating out. I'm not doing this. I'm just going to put all of that into spending. And then we're still just going to keep our regular savings. Nah, Play this back. I'm sure it will make a lot of sense for you. So with this, another thing is I've said to do the list before you did this budget breakdown. Because if you do this before you do the budget breakdown, this is where you might now... You make like a very restricted list, you know. There's some of those things you know you really want. But then because you've seen this... I'll get to where... Because I know right now you're saying that. But this is contrary to you saying savings. If you make the list before you make the budget then you know okay what do i really need to keep and what do i really need to take out that's one two you know what you need to really do to meet up if you know you really want to maintain that list so do you have to do like some kind of side job do you have to see whether you can get a better uh message for example now you buy something of a smaller size and maybe getting a bigger size can actually cut the cost of you getting that smaller size 
in three rounds or something. So just little, little things like this just keeps it. And then another thing is sometimes, yes, everything in the list will make it. And then you're moving on to the next month. That's for me. You're moving on to the next month. And you know, okay, so next month, I already have my top priority of what I'm going to handle. And then other things can follow. Expand your mind when you're making those lists. And then then work into cutting it down. Then just already cutting yourself short before you even have the chance. You see what you have for your essentials. And then if there's a need to stretch in further to those extra cash that you have now, then you stretch in further and then you know the rest goes to savings. But if you just pack everything into essentials, you just need to blow money. And at the end of the day, you're like, well, I suppose I saved this money, but I can't see that I'm saving this money. So that's my question of, are you really saving or you think you're saving? The next one is taking care of something that you've been wanting to do for a very long time. So if it means you registering for some online course, that you haven't had the time to register for because you feel like, oh, okay, it's not really fitting to my budget. And probably it would have taken you maybe four months to like get everything together and then handle it. Right now, you have the chance to like actually navigate your check to see that, okay, you can actually get this done quicker than you actually plan to. So I'm going to give an example. For me, I wanted to join finance literacy uh, program. So it's like a platform where you join in and they talk about a lot of things from like investment, bonds, shares, um, all kinds of things about like finance that you just need to know yourself like firsthand. Because one thing with finances, even though yeah, at some point you would need a financial planner, if you don't have your details, those guys can play you for your money and you just be sitting down there you know, those stockbrokers and the rest. So getting a bit of background of what it is you want to do before you actually go into it makes life a whole lot easier for you. At least only if they want to even cheat you. It won't be as bad as when you have absolutely no clue and you're just going there like, oh, like I'm blind, guide me around and whatnot. And then when you get your sight back and you find out you're not where you were actually thinking you're going to, it's a bit frustrating. Uh, that's for me. So the platform has just always been in my mind and I'm just like, oh, okay, at some point I would. So when this whole uh, lockdown happened, I noticed, okay, I got more savings now, so I think I can join this group. And I joined it and it's been amazing. So I would say something you've been putting up for a long time. Not that expensive bag or that fancy shoe or something. Mm-mm, that's not what we're talking about. Skincare can permit you. I love skincare. But um, anything that you know that will add value to you right now, in this lockdown, the best thing you can do is to upskill yourself for whatever it is that's going to happen after now. A lot of jobs are going to be close to almost useless after now. So just uh, look at your industry and find out what's going on. And then apart from your industry, things for your own personal development. Like uh, I was listening to one session, online session, and he was saying something like, despite the fact that, okay, some kind of technical skills will be very well essential at this point. But then again, there's still some kind of skills that can be overlooked, like emotional intelligence, communication, and all those kind of things, because you're going to be dealing with um, a lot of, like, it's just one of those things I like. It's not just about, oh, I know how to build a website, but do you know some other skills that will actually be beneficial to the people coming to use this website? So some of those kind of things, work around it, anything that you know you've been wanting to do for a long time, you put it off. This is the time. Uh, because if you don't do it now that you have maybe the spare cash and the spare time, I really don't know when else you want to do it, to be honest. And last but not the least, to really wrap up all the money business and how your market is doing, is the fact of when you have that spare money, 
don't just leave it lying around in your bank. Find a fintech platform and register. Point of why I raised it about fintech is that no interest should be left behind. When you leave that extra, so we've done the whole budget, you've known, okay, this is why I need to get like my essentials and essentials, and this is what I have left for savings and a bit of extra for savings. And then from all of that, you know there's one thing or the other you've been putting on for a while. So maybe this is now the time to take out a bit and then handle it. So then if there's any extra part of FinTech is that whatever money you put in there, you're always earning interest every day. But if you just leave it in your bank, it's the same thing. There's no, they will even be taken out. Maintenance, card, kidney, duty, wanting, wanting. Some random stuff just to be debiting you up and down. Your small change that you put inside the bank. So I would say putting in those fintechs, you earn interest. Except for some reason in your bank, they provide interest when you leave money there. Great. But I know majority of them don't really put interest that match up to what the fintech does. Now, I will bring this up that some people are like, yeah, but the interest is not great. Okay, do you know somewhere that has a higher interest? Right, I thought so. So if you know you don't have anywhere that has a higher interest, just DJ, go and drop it inside FinTech and be any your small interest. When you know how to get higher interest, take it out, put it in there. That's my own way. So there are many uh, fintech platforms. We have Piggy Bank, there's CalRise, I think that's what it is. For me though, I use Piggy Bank. I've been using it for three years now. I joined them, I joined them in 2017 and it, so far it's been good. With things of like fintech, I like to tell people to go and do their own research before you join in. I've been using it three years and I can't complain to be honest. Some people, they have, they have excellent ways of handling all this whole interesting. But until you reach that level, that's with the one you have around you. Then work your way up. Don't leave any money behind. That extra 500, whatever it is, percentage. I know many of them, they're usually not less than 10%. I think the minimum is 10%. Of whatever it is you're putting inside there. It's change. It can add to your data money. It can add to your money to call and do when you call your friends and say, oh, what's happening in your area and things like that. So many things. Why leave extra money behind when you can use it to do one or two things? So I hope this episode was really helpful. I hope your market is going fine. If your market is not going fine, I hope one or two tips from this episode would really help out. I thought hard, really hard for the the name of this episode, but I guess how market was kind of my way of being able to relate to all the points I dropped out there. So once again, this is that baby behind the mic. It's available on all platforms. You can leave a DM for me with the handle and the info of this episode. I hope to hear from you. Yeah, have a good time. Bye to the next episode.